Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, personalized medicine is here. This is the nation's biomedical research center, with NIH being right here. The, the healthcare arena at a political level is this is ground zero for that. But this area has probably the biggest collection of scientists that are used to working with big data. Life science and biomedical research, this is the highest area of PhD and MDs in the United States. Having your disease treated on a personal level is not just science fiction, it's science fact. And the greater Washington region is at the center, if indeed at the leading edge of this emerging technology trend, we're now joined by Chip Petracoin, who is Chief Scientific Officer of Prothera, a startup that's getting a lot of traction in this new area of personalized medicine. Chip, it's good to see you. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, tell us a bit about Prothera as a business. What does it do for people who, say, have cancer or significant disease and need treatment? Well, I realized about four years ago when I first started this uh, company with Dendi Young that for patients that are interested in precision medicine, or even oncologists that are interested in precision medicine, and there certainly is a huge amount of this on the news. I mean, 60 Minutes and Cancer Treatment Centers of America, you know, on public TV, certainly on the edge of people's minds that have the disease. And of course, when you have cancer, you are tremendously motivated to learn everything you can about the disease and, and, and the best ways to treat it. However, when those patients go into their physicians and say, hey, I, I heard about this uh, a TV show, or I heard about on the radio, and I want it for me, there's a whole series of daisy-chained activities that a patient would have to do or the doctor would have to do to, to operationalize precision medicine. And before you go on, Chip, for our listeners, precision medicine is, instead of me getting a drug that is basically designed to work for everyone, what precision medicine says is, well, actually, specific drugs work for specific people. Right. That's right. You know, instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, it's based upon your uh, tumor's uh, molecular detail. We will find a drug tailored just for you. This is a big deal. And to your point, this new approach is very hard to coordinate. And this is what you guys do, right? Extremely hard to coordinate and operationalize. And and so what we view ourselves as is kind of a, a concierge service at a nationalized level. So we've operationalized, in some ways, a concierge precision medicine service. So our company does all of the behind the scenes heavy lifting for both the patient and the doctor. So it deburdens them of having to do the you know 30 things that you have to do to actually get your tumor analyzed, get the information aggregated, get that back to the doctor. It actually is a lot of work, and most community hospitals don't have the infrastructure to do that. Well, so it, sounds like, it that. sounds like a lot of work, Chip, but this must be a deeply personal thing for you. I mean, you're helping people live longer. Well, I think, you know, look, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm a scientist, a research scientist, and now, you know, uh, spinning out companies that are uh, really trying to operationalize the promise of the research. But everybody I, that I know, either themselves personally or you know, second or third degree of, of connectivity has someone in their lives that they know has been touched by cancer. Have they gotten a letter from a patient or anything? Oh, that, yeah. What's yeah. that like? Very, very humbling. You know, also, it feels like, you know, we're doing the right thing. I really view Prothera as kind of the archetypical doing well by doing right. It is a company, you know, it's a for-profit entity. And so, you know, we're generating revenue by delivering this information to patients. Pharmaceutical companies are extremely interested to work with us. We just uh, announced yesterday 
a relationship with Novartis, one of the mm-hmm. largest pharmaceutical companies in the world, to help them find patients for their clinical trials. We uh, have a great relationship with the Pancreatic Cancer National Alliance uh, that is basically partnering with us to deliver across the United States a democratized distributed model for for precision medicine. So it sounds to me like this region has been very much a a, a petri dish for this type of company. Chip, you were a a researcher, you were at NIH, you're a professor at, at Mason. What is it about this region that gave you the encouragement to take the entrepreneurial plunge? Because it's a scary thing for somebody who's a tenured professor to suddenly hang out there and become a commercial guy. What was it about the region that led you to do that? That's a great question. Well, firstly, uh, Mason is a very entrepreneurial university, uh, which is great. You know, they're very supportive of uh, professors, you know, trying to uh, basically be a catalyst for the region's uh economic development, and also to translate what's going on at the university out to help for the public benefit. But that in itself wouldn't be enough. I think that you're right, that this region has some really interesting attributes that are like a Petri dish, one of which is uh, this area, the Washington, D.C. area, is unbelievably rich in their health IT and their bioinformatics and even their informatics infrastructure. A lot of data mining uh, enterprises have grown up out of here from the DOD and some of the government efforts. I mean, NIH is, you know, basically 10 miles away uh, from from the George Mason campus in Fairfax. So uh, there's a lot of really smart people in this area that are dealing with big data. And uh, interestingly enough, George Mason was the first university in the United States to actually confer a PhD in bioinformatics. And some people don't even know that. So the point being is that this area really has a great uh, catalytic kind of, you know, kinetic energy to it as far as taking in data, and that's what precision medicine is about, information, and and analyzing it in new ways, and that's what we're doing now. So you've talked so far a lot about the intellectual underpinnings, but I have heard from people, particularly people who have come out of universities, that being an entrepreneur is terrifying. <laughs> is that, is <laughs> that true? I, I wouldn't uh, say it's terrifying, but you, you're hanging off a cliff. I think you just have to believe in in what you're doing, you know, all the way through. You know, if, if you lose that vision, then I think it becomes more terrifying. You know, sometimes it's good to have blinders on and concentrate on the vision. Uh, sometimes, you know, serendipity is the best uh, uh, panacea for, for being terrified. And uh, I was uh, fortunate to be able to link up with Dendi Young, uh, my partner in Prothera, early on. And Dendi is a serial entrepreneur in the region, very much in the IT. And he was able to make it less terrifying for me, you know, that this it's okay to, to take risks. And I personally would rather kind of the man in the arena kind of attitude. I'd rather be out there trying to do something than standing on the sidelines and, not, and never having tried. Do you I, think, I think you need to have a personality to do it. Do you think that we are doing a good job in this region of highlighting the opportun- the opportunities there are to step outside of oneself and be an entrepreneur around uh, tech transfer universities right now? Yes, but I think that there's still a lot that can be done in that area. You know, I think that the tech transfer offices in the universities, you know, are trying. They see that this is a, a pinch point for translating, you know, good ideas out to the public. Uh, and as you know, you know, it takes an ecosystem, right? You have to have access to capital. You have to have mentors, you know, that have done this before. And then you have to have tech transfer offices that don't want to have own 100% of nothing mm-hmm. that are, that are, you know, uh, setting up 
good licensing agreements. And I think, you know, Mason does. I think other universities in the area are trying. I think they're trying to even cabal together uh, intellectual property. But uh, it's an evolving ecosystem. But I think D.C. is now, you know, between, you know, University of Maryland and, and, and Innova and their recent uh, announcement with UVA, uh, you know, you're starting to get some of these kind of collision zones uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's the water cooler conversations that end up being maybe the next uh, best idea. So we have people listening around the country. What's your 20-second soundbite for why somebody should move from another place in the country and start a business here? This is the nation's biomedical research center, with NIH being right here. The the healthcare arena at a political level is this is ground zero for that, and we're going to see this play out. But this area has probably the biggest collection of scientists that are used to working with big data, big data storage, life science and biomedical research. This is the highest area of PhD and MDs in the United States is in this area. So I think that the very basement level, there's a lot of people you can talk with that are very smart and very interested to, uh, to get going. You've been listening to What's Working in Washington, your podcast to hear about the stories you may not be hearing and meet the people behind what makes this one of the most interesting business communities in the world. Share your story ideas and let us know what's working through Twitter at What's Working DC. And don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I'm Jonathan Amberman. See you next time. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org.